0: Abiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's wrap up the show by just discussing what's happening in the GLAD Africa Championship. We're going to be talking in general. We did mention at the top of the show that the Sukukuna Meta will be heard on the 11th of June. They're demanding that uh, they are awarded those three points that they got from the arbitration outcome, which have not been uh, handed over to them. And we joined on the line by Pete Tibane, who's a director at Morakile Tibane Attorneys. Uh, Pete, good evening, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM.
1: Good evening, Taviso, to you and the listeners of SSN.
0: Thank you. I know you've worked on the Tendai Indoro case, so you're very familiar with what's happening here in our league. But the first question is, why do these sagas always drag until the end of the season? Can you pinpoint what, what's the reason, uh, or, or do these matters just usually take this long?
1: Without making an, an uh, assumption, Taviso, but I think if one is to be honest with all these saga. I think the blame has to be put to to PSL, National Soccer League. Because, for an example here, you have a team such as Polokwane City. Prior to their match with Kukune FC, they have written a letter with an intention to seek an, a directive to say our player has tested uh, covid uh, 19 post-COVID-19. Uh, uh, tested for COVID-19, mm. right? Then they, they wanted the directives from the PSL, but PSL failed to give directives, notwithstanding the fact that there was a, a decision taken that failure to uh, COVID-19 cannot be used as, as an experience. Yes. It was unfair to expect teams such as Polokone City to know what to do because, for example, the reason why they wanted a, a directive from the PSL is because they knew that by going to play the game, they are going to violate Section 35 of the PSL rules and they'll be subjected to the, to the disciplinary hearing. Hmm.
0: So you're saying this matter could have been avoided then initially?
1: That, that, that's my submission. If PSL took it upon themselves to give directives or to respond to the letter that has been sent by uh, Polokwane City, one way or the other, there should be a clear direction on what ought to be done. Like, for, for example, Rule 35 of the National Soccer League is very clear. It says clubs participating in the National First Division must include in the team seat for any match, a minimum of, of five players mm. who are both under 23 and eligible to represent South Africa. minimum of two of those players. They have to be playing. Mm. But in the circumstances of of Borogwani City, there was no way that they were going to have five players. Mm. For the reason that I've already stated. And PSL failed to act. So the blame has to be put to them. Mm. And, and is, is
0: there a sanction on, if you don't have these 523 players in that guide, in that book of the rules of the PSL, is there a sanction then about what happens? Because um, that's what Asukukune is arguing, that there's no clarity on the sanctioning in the PSL's guidelines on what should happen if you don't have the 523 players.
1: There, there, is, there is a guideline. There is, there is a, guideline, a guideline in terms of what ought to happen. Rule 57, of the National Soccer League Handbook. It provides a wide range of uh, computed sanctions, mm-hmm. which can be imposed on, on a natural and legal persons Upon a proof of misconduct against them, some of these of sanctions are as follows. One, it's a warning. Number two, can be a reprimand. Number three, it can be a monetary fine. Four, it can be expulsion. It can be a deduction of points and can be of forfeiture of a match. But one thing that we need to understand is that the Smart Committee has a wide discretion. Yes. And what we need to bear in mind is that when you sit in a DC, you ought to look at the circumstances at play. The, the sanction, it has to be said, you need to consider the aggravating circumstances and, and mitigating factors. And in terms of the Polokwane city, they, they are mitigating factors we're compelling. And to that extent, it is my view that the disciplinary committee of the National Soccer League, they were correct not to impose forfeiture, mm-hmm. considering the circumstances of Pulugwane City.
0: Okay. And now that the matter then went to arbitration and then the, the, the ruling was that no, they must be awarded those points Sikukune. Is that correct in your opinion then?
1: It is as whether the decision of the arbitrator is correct or not. But one thing that we should all appreciate is that the rule is very clear. The rule of uh, National Soccer League and, and server statutes is clear. For example, the decision of the arbitrator is binding. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. the decision is incorrect or it's correct, it's binding to all parties. So what was supposed to happen The The National Soccer League was supposed to implement the decision of the arbitrator. Mm-hmm. Until such time, the decision has been challenged and maybe succeeds before the court of law. But as the thing stand, the decision of the arbitrator is binding to both parties.
0: That's what I wanted to ask, Pete, because I also understand that I've I seen the outcome It's final and it's binding after it goes to arbitration. But now, while the matter is in the courts now, should that arbitrate... So you're saying that arbitration ruling should stand until proven otherwise?
1: That's correct. The decision should stand the PSL ought to implement the decision of the arbitrator. One is wondering why they are not doing so. But 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 if one is to consider what has been at play, there was a letter that I have seen that has been sent to Polokwane City, hmm? which if one is to look into it, you can suggest that in a way PSL is suggesting that Polokwane City must approach the court on an urgent basis. Hmm. And it doesn't make sense why TSL should encourage teams to do so instead of implementing their bit better diseases. Because as a matter of fact, they are acting contrary to their own constitution.
0: Sure. And we have mentioned that now this Kukuna matter will be had next Friday. Today they had a case management meeting. What is case management meeting? What happens there?
1: The essence of that, basically, is to prepare towards the date of the hearing. For example... The first thing that was done is Kukune uh, issued a notice of motion with the founding affidavit. And that has been served to various respondents. So the quite specific days in which the respondents ought to, to answer, to provide the answering affidavit in which they respond to the founding affidavit. And after that, they will have the, the, the applicant will have to, to reply to the answering affidavit. And, the, and then they will set the date of the hearing. So basically, in this simple term is what ought to be done until such date, the matter will be before the court.
0: And then when it goes before the court, then how soon can we expect an outcome? Some will say it's an agent application. Does it mean you can get an outcome on the same day or on, in the next couple of days?
1: You can, you can get an, an, an outcome on, on the same date. And when you look into the application that has been done by Skukuni, they are looking for a statutory order. Basically, they want an award of the arbitrator to be made in order of court mm-hmm. so that they can be able to, inf- to, to, to enforce it. Because where we stand, it, TSL is bringing a confusion to the public. Because a, a decision has been taken and is binding, they were meant to implement it. But they' are not doing anything about that which it, it, it creates a confusion to the to the public here mm-hmm. and and, 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 and w- without making any, any any allegation to anyone, but it raises a lot a, a, a lot of question here and it brings uncertainty within the football fraternity because it begs one to ask a question whether which decision t s l is likely to implement if they cannot implement this one, and they cannot pick and choose mm.
0: Sure. No, I think you've been very clear here, Pete. We'll bring you more as we go forward, just talk about legal matters, not specifically this case. Uh, But thank you very much for speaking to us. We're just going to have to leave it there because of time. But thanks for your time, Pete Tibani.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Loud and clear, man. He knows the rule book, understands it. He's been involved in the tender indoro saga yeah and you can tell he's not taking sides. Very balanced analysis here from Pete Tibane, director at Morakile Tibane Attorneys Inc. We're going to have to leave it there just because it's 8 o'clock and it's time for news. We're back again tomorrow between 6 and 7 on Flashback. Friday.